False Bottom Girls guides listeners through the wonderful, yet sometimes confusing, world of beer. Hi, my name is Rachel Hudson, and I'm the co-owner and head brewer of Pilot Brewing Company in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I'm also an advanced Cicerone. Hi, I'm Jen Blair. I'm the Beer Quality and Education Manager for Orpheus Brewing in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am also an advanced Cicerone, and welcome to our podcast. Rachel, give me your best Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Okay, you don't have to do it. Like, like for the, like, Daffy Duck? No, Scrooge McDuck. What's Scrooge McDuck? Oh, my God. This podcast is over. I can't continue this partnership. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. No. Like, you, you already talk like a duck? Tales? Yeah, DuckTales. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Scrooge like, swimming yeah, in the, the old guy with the glasses. Yeah, Scrooge The old duck. duck with the glasses. Right. He talks like a duck. No, he doesn't. Why not? He talks, he's Scottish. He talks like a Scotsman. Like a Scotch duck? Yes, I guess if you want to get technical about it, he talks like a Scotch duck. Well, he is a dog. Are they he all is ducks? A duck who's Scottish? He's a Scotch duck. I'm not very good with the Scottish it's accent. It just sounds like they're. they just sounds like they're like a coffeed, while chewied. No, at the they same don't time. sound. They're not like <laughs> you're thinking of like Daffy Duck. Yeah, well, they're they ducks. Don't sound like Daffy. They're not related. They're but they're <laughs> You're being very reductive right now <laughs> by saying that all ducks sound the same. Oh, well, duck me. <laughs> so uh, you wouldn't know it. We're not talking about ducks. We're talking about Scotch <laughs> So I my welcome. husband's just like listening out in the living room right now. We're like, what is wrong with her? She can't, he can't even hear your half. So it's like really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone to once again, the most professional, most well-organized, the most, most polished podcast it's about true. beer um, ever. I would say, I think you would agree with me, Rachel, of all time. Definitely uh, the most is, entertaining. This is False Bottom Girls and that's Rachel. And that's Jed. And today we are talking to you about Scotch ales, also known as wee heavies. That's right. Not to so. be confused with Scottish ales. Correct. There's a difference. But we'll touch base on that later. <laughs> we are talking about the BJCP category wee heavy, aka Scotch ale. So if you're out there in the world and you're Googling about wee heavy, you see this word Scotch ale, they mean the same thing. It's the same. Don't fret. Don't even don't, worry about it. Don't, don't <laughs> fret. It's <laughs> one thing off your list. You're welcome. Yes. Yeah. If, yes. So the other thing about Scotch Ale, because this is a safe space, so we can share these sorts of things, is Scotch Ale is one of those beers, and I've had people ask me this, so I know that it's not just me, that I learned that there is it's not called Scotch Ale because there is Scotch in it. It's Scotch Ale because it is a high ABV Very beer good point. from Scotland. And I do remember, like, I can Very remember when I when I learned that it wasn't called chocolate malt because there was chocolate in it. It was yes. the color and the flavor. 
Yes. And same for scotch ale. It doesn't have scotch in it. That's a very good point. And I got, would have thought about that feed so far to my studies. You forget things like that. But yes, right. you're not, it's not a dumb question. Never ask dumb questions. That's a very good point. Yes. And no it's, you're correct. And we've, we've said it before on this podcast and you just said it in an episode that we just recorded that we aren't born knowing this. Yep. Our information comes from somewhere and our information is accessible to you as well. And that's one of those good questions that, yeah, you, you overlook because it's been a while um, since you were learning about, you know, chocolate malt doesn't have chocolate in it. Scotch ale doesn't have scotch in it. It's from exactly. Scotland. So safe space. We can share these kinds of experiences because that's how we learn and that's how we move forward. We can move forward into talking about Scotch ales. Do you call it Scotch ale or do you call it wee heavy? I call it wee heavy. But, you know, I mean, it kind of depends. Like, if you were to give me a beer that was called Scotch ale, I would just call it Scotch ale. It, like, depends on what I'm drinking, right? Am I drinking Belhaven wee heavy? Am I drinking the Spurry Scotch ale? Like, right. it's, just, it's just interchangeable with me. It's not like, I just want to go back to the difference between Scottish ales versus wee heavy. AKA Scotch ales. So we're talking about a different alcohol level. We're talking about uh, these very similar beers. I mean, we're talking about very multi complex beers. The hop levels are very low. Um, we're talking like medium full to full body versions of you know, mouthfeel. These beers with thick, chewy viscosity, creamy, soft, uh, how many more? How many more? How many more adjectives? I, I, or adjunct? I just I just want to do all my tests. <laughs> <laughs> go, 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 so, go. So strong ale is traditionally served like in a small wee measures, if you will, quote unquote wee measures. Although we have these more to an alcohol strength range. So we're talking about we have these gonna be higher alcohol strength range, like six to nine percent. Uh the uh, Scottish ales are going to refer to any beer between like a three to half to 4% beer, which is like kind of like your ordinary bitter. This is kind of like a version of your English ales, right? Correct. So there is a difference between Scottish and we heavy, but Scotch ales and we heavy are synonymous. They're the same. Correct. And I think that could be very confusing for a lot of people. Yes. And that's a very good point with the Scottish ales is that those are modeled on the English bitters. So ordinary, best and strong, whereas we heavy is modeled on English barley wine. So they're, they're different. And we should do an episode about Scottish ales because they're interesting in that they are traditionally made through party guiling. And that's why there's different levels Levels, and different varying strengths. Um, One of the things that I really like about scotch ales, so scotch ales are one of my favorites. So, okay, there are two things that I really like about them. Um, One is the glassware, which we'll get to. The second is, like you were saying, they're very malt forward. They're incredibly caramel. And the one thing that scotch ales do that's really fun as a brewer, um, I've, I've done it before with a scotch ale I made, is they, unlike English brewers, they don't use a lot of specialty sugars or specialty malt. 
in their beers, what they do is kettle caramelization. Yes. So as they're running off their wort from their mash, they'll put a little bit in the kettle and kind of heat that to not scorch it, but to caramelize those sugars. And then you continue to fill up your wort until you get, you know, whatever your boil volume is. But you have your brew kettle already going as you are lottering to get that kettle caramelization. And that's how they develop the flavors. Whereas a lot of English brewers will use adjuncts like sugar um, and syrups to get that kind of flavor. Scottish brewers just run it into the kettle and do the kettle caramelization. Yep. That's a big key component. There's also, uh, like, I want to bring up the use of peat in these beers. They could be uh, peat smoked, like peat at malt, I mean. No, never. Never. That's exactly. I want to bring that up because never should you do it. (laughs) Uh, It can be, like, I think that some, like, I don't want to say, like, amateur examples, but I think sometimes when homebrewers could get into that trap of like, oh, well, you know, like scotch malt, you should use peanut malt. And it's like, no, you should not use that. Although it might've been widely used at one point, you should not use no. peanut malt. It never was. In your beer. So, it never, it's so bad. What, yes, first of all, if you were ever using peat smoked malt in your beer, I will find you. And it's not going to be good <laughs> when I find you because peat smoked malt should never be used in beer. The caveat being, if you are making it for your own personal use and you like it, go ahead. But if you're trying to make any kind of a Scottish ale or a Scotch ale, yes. peat smoke is always inappropriate. And what happened along the way with, particularly with home brewers that has then bled into pro brewing is at traditionally with Scottish malts, they would dry them over peat. They have a lot of peat bogs in Scotland and peat would be the fuel source. And so they would kiln their malt or dry their malt over a peat fire. So we would get the peat flavor. Yeah. And I had also read recently that some of the like Scottish water sources would maybe have a hint of peat in them. Uh. And the historically, then you would have that peat smoked flavor in your Scottish beers somehow that got lost in translation along the way where for a while a lot of home brewers thought that that meant you had a peat smoked malt to your scottish ales no that is never appropriate do not yeah. do it again the exception being if that's what you like yeah sure go for it of course if you're entering a competition and i'm sitting at the judge table and i get your scotch ale and i taste peat smoke i don't care if it's double blinded i'm going to figure out who you are And one, you're already (laughs) going to get a very pissy comment from me on your score sheet, but then I will hunt you down like I am the indecent and taken. If you can't tell, I have very strong feelings about the use of peat smoked malt in beer, um, but especially in Scotch ale. All right. Well, wrong. Tell tell them what kind of malt they should be using. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So England is very good at growing very nice barley. And Scotland yes. is as well. So Golden Promise is a Scottish true, barley true. variety. Um, they used to use Chevalier, which was is a variety that is kind of like Maris Otter, but not as not as many people know about it. But Chevalier like checks a lot of boxes for a lot of brewers in terms of what they want from a characterful malt. Yeah. 
so they would use um, Chevalier, but yes, the well well modified pale malt, sometimes roasted barley, but yes, when it comes to things like crystal malt adjuncts, they're not using that. They're using that kettle caramelization yeah. with those flavors. And the bitterness, so Scottish ales have never been known for their bitterness. Uh, they were also Scottish ales used, and this would also be including, so when I'm in this context, Scottish ales, beers from Scotland, yeah. not just the, you know, we heavy um, 60 shilling, et cetera, but they would use a lot of heather, a lot of bog myrtle. They used a lot of different things besides hops to bitter their beer, but the Scottish palate just tended toward malt forward beers. So there's some probably apocryphal stories out there about Scottish ales don't have a lot of hops or bitterness because they don't grow hops well in Scotland. That part is true. That part Um, is true. Yeah. They don't grow hops well in Scotland, but I've read before that they didn't use a lot of hops because they would have to get hops from England and they weren't going to use English hops. That's not, it's a fun story. It's not a true story. It's really that most Scottish ales don't have a lot of hop character and people in Scotland preferred it that way. Yeah. They did it. They kind of like, Right, but they kind of yeah. invented this story after the fact sure. that oh, it's because it they had good. To import hops yeah. from England and they would be damned to do that. And yeah. I've actually repeated that story before. Uh, but they just never bitterness hop character wasn't ever yeah. really a hallmark of any kind of ale from Scotland. I mean, it makes sense. You don't grow the ingredient, or it doesn't grow well. You get to import it, which obviously makes it more expensive. So why not use it as a moderate rate? Why not just right. like just you know balance out the ball character to enough at that point? Because right. it's an expensive ingredient. You know, I totally get it. And, and yes, they did like it. They did prefer it that way because why not? It's a delicious beer. So I, so I totally good. understand. It's it's I agree with the BJCP guidelines that it's suggestive of a dessert. Yeah. Um, a, a well-made scotch ale is again that's one of those beers that if i see it on the menu i will order it that would definitely go well with like a creme brulee oh yeah not caramel sorry i was saying that yeah yeah. you were saying anything with a lot of caramel in it and i said that like grilled cheese i don't i don't know what kind of grilled cheese you make but i kind (laughs) of want to try one (laughs) right i make mine with mayonnaise and pickles because that's what i like now i don't want to try one okay well you're missing out (laughs) You were missing out. Like just mayonnaise and pickles, but cheese too? Or just what? Just mayonnaise and pickles? Well, like do you have the cheese, cheese also? Yeah. Okay. Just make sure. Just make sure. Yes. You do a thin <laughs> layer of mayonnaise and then you get your pickle slices in there and then you grill it. Mwah. So good. I used to like mayonnaise, but the only thing I really like mayonnaise for right now is dipping fries. Oh, that's very Belgian of you. Oh, I love, I've always loved it. But you got like the first beer place I worked at when I was like 19 for five years had all these like they you had a 19 plate of, for five years. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. <laughs> they had a plate of like Fritz, they called it because, you know, Belgian fries. And they had all these different flavored mayonnaise. They had like a dill one, a cayenne one, a horseradish. And like it was the best. So, yeah, I do. I love going to places that have 
frites and then have all of the different dipping sauces because uh, then that's, that's I don't often wish that I was an octopus, but that's definitely one of those times where I'm like, why can't I just have eight arms? Just <laughs> dipping frites and all of the different sauces. <laughs> I love dips. We're not here to talk about that. That's cool. So yeah. another thing about Scotch Ale is Belgian brewers love wee heavies. That at first I was a little surprised by that, but then I'm like, but well, that, think about that makes the sense. Beer. They have very yeah. dark, yeah. Like the beer scotch is silly. Oh man, when I were at the same restaurant with the Fritz, I worked there for a long time. So I, I went server to bartender to beer buyer slash manager. So I did beer buying for a long time. And I had this one beer scotch is silly that one of our regulars just loved, like just loved so much. So we would always keep it on draft. Plus it was a great beer, like sold well. And uh, God, it was like scotch is silly hits me in my heart. Yeah, I was like, uh, really great craft beer that I kind of grew up on. So like always got to have the scotch is silly for John. <laughs> and, uh, and then you have other breweries that like these, that's a Belgian brewery, scotch is silly. It's or right. scotch silly. Uh, and silly. And it, right. And, and uh, I guess it's, it's crown crown is silly. called. Yeah. 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 It's, and then you have Abby, uh, Abby day rocks, the brood. And these are great. Belgian style scotch ale so that's a whole other sub style in itself like right right these are Belgian style scotch ales these are Belgian brewers brewery scotch ales this is like America's brewing anything right (laughs) so how does and I and you may not know the answer to this but how does a Belgian wee heavy compare to a Belgian dark strong the only how is it not the same thing uh, I get stylistically I th- why it's not, but I would like you to talk me through God, it. Okay. I could only attest to Scotch Chili. Okay. Uh, little oh, bad. I would. Okay. This is a really bad way to describe it, but it's the way I'm going to do it. Okay. All right. So you have the Belgian beer, like dark fruit, dark malt, like darker characteristics. Is it Scotch Chili? You always have. I don't want to say this word, but it's going to make sense. Like amber, but almost not metallic, but metallic. Does that make sense? Like not metallic tasty, but the way it looks is metallic. And it's just a little bit more neutral. Like you get some Belgian characteristics, but you don't have like so many Belgian characteristics. It's more about the malt. Okay. My opinion. And I can only attest to Scotch Chili. Like, I don't remember anything about Abby de Rocks. Scotch Chili was on a lot. I'm thinking of, like, a Scotch ale with a Belgian malt versus a Belgian ale with a Belgian malt. Does okay. that make sense? Yes. Uh, so we're talking about, like, all the malt grade of a Scotch ale with a Belgian yeast. Okay. And that's what I think I might have said malt, but I meant yeast. And that's kind of what it reminds me of. Like, God, I hate to use the word metallic and pity because it's definitely a great beer. It doesn't like taste like that at all. But when I just like, if I had like the flavor line and we had dark fruit over here and we had like caramelization, not quite as like residual sweetness over here, that would be like scotch just silly. Okay. Sorry. It makes a lot of sense to me. 
Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the visuals help me as somebody who's <laughs> right now. Um, not so much a scotch ale with audio with medium, but yes. light Belgian yeast, like the lightest okay. of the Belgian yeast that's going to impart the less Belgian yeast flavors. Okay. All right. That's interesting. That. No, thank you. That was, that was a good, a good explanation. I need to find a scotch chili now. Yeah, I do too. So, so one good. of the other things that I love about scotch ale, besides a lot, like I really do like a lot about scotch ale is the glassware. I love <laughs> glassware so much. Anyway, I love proper glassware, but the thistle for a scotch ale is my favorite beer style matched to a glass. It's known as a thistle and it's named after the national flower of Scotland is the thistle. And the glass is shaped like that. So again, here we are in this audio medium with me trying to, I'm visually showing Rachel what it looks like. Yeah. Just giving me crap about it. Three bits. But, <laughs> but the, the glass has a bulb at the bottom and then it has the, the vase at the top. And it kind of looks like if you took a, I don't know, like if you took the top of a vice beer vase and put it on top of like if you cut a, a Belgian goblet in oh, half yeah. and then put the vice beer vase on top of it. It's very distinct looking. It is enormous. It looks enormous. And every time, so I only I have two thistles and I only use them for Scotch ale because yeah, because she's very proper. Because I'm me, right. Yeah. And <laughs> Every time I get them out, it's like, man, I could probably fit two beers in here because they, they look huge and they are fairly big. But what happens is you get that bulb in the bottom with, you know, is where you're going to have most of your beer. And we have, these are probably one of the prettiest beers there are because of that caramelization, because of those dark colors is typically going to be like a darker brown and you can get some of the like ruby garnet highlights in it. So you have the bulb, which is showcasing the, like the clarity and the color and the highlights of the beer. And then you have that big neck that, you know, supports and shows off the beautiful head that forms. So it looks like you could fit two beers in there until you actually pour a beer in there. And it's, you know, it yeah. fits one, you can't fit two beers in it because it's what I've read about thistles is you see it and you assume it's Belgian glassware because it's yeah. so specialized looking True. and it's not, True. it's Scottish. Yeah. And, uh, it's what I love about it too, is for me is the, like the production of it, the production of matching the beer to the glassware, but yes. then also the performance of the beer in the glassware. Once you put it in, it's, it makes it a special even if it's just like a Saturday afternoon, it's a special occasion because you have yeah. this gorgeous beer and this gorgeous glass and everything works well together. Exactly. Could so you delicious. imagine just being at some like Joseph's party and pouring that beer to like a red solo cup? No. No. No, I cannot. That's that's not like one of the things that I think people forget about beer is that it's a food product. It is elevated or it can be elevated. And if you have a cheese appetizer of fr like fried cheese, like with brandy, like on fire, you're not going to just like 
serve that in a to-go container to somebody, right? Like this is like right. something or just, like, like pull a paper towel gorgeous. off the roll and like yeah. pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the beers got these beers have to be treated like in order to really appreciate these beers get to know them and learn them you have to like appreciate them you have to treat them as they were its own fade to be treated in a certain way like you can't just like pour these things into a, this is every beer in the whole world right <laughs> if you want to learn Yes, no, but I, I can agree with that. Like there are definitely occasions for drinking PBR out of a can. That's yeah, sure, part sure. of the PBR experience. Yeah. And then there are occasions for putting your wee heavy in a thistle. Yeah. Which and- is every occasion. Like this is not the beer to be drank in a pig pong or a, a beer pong game. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, maybe it would you get it really effed you- up. Yeah. Just you- <laughs> Unless you're on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but they are, I think we heavy is though one of those styles that does call for a little pomp and circumstance around it because it's, it's suggestive of a dessert. So it's already an indulgence yeah. to have it. And I sh- it, it's not, it's not a luxury. It's an indulgence because you can find a lot of really great we heavies out there. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's a special moment. It's, you know, you, you make space. Yeah. For when you have time it's got to, a lot like, going on yeah it's probably high in alcohol too you don't want to be chugging it i'm starting to see more craft examples of it and again it's one of those beer styles that when i see it i will order it because it's again special treat to see a wee heavy but Bellhaven wee heavy is one that is usually fairly easy to find orkney skull splitter i can yes. find that is craft beer all but is it like oscar blues oh Old yeah Chub? Old Chub, it's yes, a that's ale. a good one. I always forget that Old Chub is a Scotch ale, but it's so good. And it I is mean, good, it's very good. If you um, if you still buy beer from Garbage People, Founders, dirty bastard, but just don't do that. Don't buy Founders, everybody. Um, we're all still not buying Founders. We should do an episode of breweries of not to buy from. Yeah, I mean the the list can be pretty short. Don't buy Founders. Yeah, probably don't buy Boulevard. <laughs> don't, don't buy um breweries that i very recently used to work for we can wrap this one up on scotch ales and i'm like a scotch man i, I got nothing uh, no yeah i got yeah, nothing nice. okay <laughs> but i can't do I, it i appreciate the effort um but this was actually a suggestion of one of our patron members so thank yes, you Sandra, for suggesting thank you that. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, you can find us on social media at False Bottom Girls. You can email us, falsebottomgirls at gmail.com. You can head to our website, falsebottomgirls.com. From there, you can also link to our Patreon page if you're interested in learning about how you can become a patron and get access to things like the special styles, monthly styles, bonus episodes, as well as monthly AMAs. And we've we've started a couple of conversations on our Patreon with the patrons exclusively. Uh, so you can hit, you can find all of that by going to falsebottomgirls.com. We also have a resources page for people who may be looking for some kind of guidance or help. And thank you everyone one last time for listening to us. And we will thank you everyone for listening. We have proven to be very terrible at closing out a podcast episode uh so i will close out with this if you have an idea for something snappy we can say to wrap it up at the end of our episode let us know
And I just told you all of the ways that you can get in touch with us to let us know how you think we should wrap up our episodes because we're bad at it. <laughs> this has been False Bottom Girls. And we make the Bruin world go round. <laughs> <laughs>